Edentialism 2023 is the first international conference gathering world-leading researchers and professionals in all treatment options for edentialist patients. Let's discover together the speakers and partners who will share their expertise in the Canary Islands, Spain, between the 4th and 6th of May 2023. Welcome back to the Zaga Centers podcast. Uh, today we're traveling to Portugal, uh, specifically to Lisbon, to meet uh, Dr. Andrew Chen. Uh, good afternoon, doctor. Hello, good afternoon, David. Nice to be here. All right, doctor. Um, tell us a bit about you. Uh, what is your training? What is your experience? What are you a specialist in as of today? All right. Uh, well, first of all, uh, thank you for having me here in the, this podcast. Uh, for me, uh, it's a wonderful experience because uh, I've been uh, knowing the Zaga Center for the last few years, and I think uh, you are doing an amazing job in, uh, you know, in educating and providing information uh, in the, for full mouth rehabilitation with implants. So it's it's amazing. Congratulations uh, on your side. Well, on my side, yes, I come from Lisbon. Uh, it's trendy now. We were just talking about this. Everybody wants to come to Lisbon, so it's pretty full of people. Uh, I'm involved with dental implants for the last 22, 23 years. And, um, it, and for me, it was a, it's also a journey that uh, I'm still in the middle of the journey because I graduated from Lisbon University in uh, 2004. And uh, immediately I knew that implant dentistry was a place to be. It was my vocation. I love doing implants. I love rehabilitating people with dental implants. So I knew from the beginning that I would have to learn uh, with the best. And so I applied for New York University. At that time, Danny Starner was the chair. Uh, and I spent two and a half years uh, with Danny's, with Sang Sung Cho, with Stu From, Steve Wallace, we were in the, in the middle of the research that uh, everybody knows about uh, implant dentistry. And I spent there almost two and a half years learning implant dentistry. And it was a very, very, very interesting experience to get all that knowledge from all these uh, leaders uh, in implant field. So it was amazing. Dennis Tarno is really a person that knows a lot. So he taught us a lot, his students. So it was for me very, a very honor. But then I came back to Lisbon and uh, you have to apply all your knowledge, right? <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes the more you know, the more you know that you need to know more, right? So uh, uh, I, was, I was pretty good at implant dentistry, but I felt that uh, my surgical skill was uh, not really uh, in, in the best level. So uh, I still I feel the need to to get more from the oral surgery side. And so I, I enrolled in um, Lisbon University and I did the three-year program of oral surgery post-graduation course, which led me to the, my specialist, uh, specialist um, title. And, um, and, and, and from there, on the clinical side, I was, um, I was ready to, you know, to apply everything now in full mode in my clinical field. Uh, on my academic side, I did all the way to my PhD. I did my PhD in 2017 in Lisbon University. Uh, but, you know, uh, I did my academic training until the end. But since last year, I left after 20 years in Lisbon University. I left because, uh, you know, I have a big project uh, in hands here in, uh, in Lisbon, the private office that already has 35 people. And I know I, I don't have time for everything. So I, I, I stopped a little bit the academic uh, teaching 
And now I'm just um, full private practice here in the heart of Lisbon. So that's more or less my 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 training uh, in implant dentistry. All right. So when you wake up in the morning, uh, go straight to the clinic, uh, get there, and the first patient that knocks in at your door is an dentist patient. Um, why is it important for you to know about all these treatment options for him or for her? Uh, the reason why you went to New York, the reason why you enrolled back in, in Lisbon. Uh, you did all of that because, I mean, you you pursue, I would say, excellence. Uh, you mentioned my skills were not good enough, so you really want to give the best to your patients. But you also have to know about all treatment options. So why is it important to know about the complete portfolio of treatments for these kind of patients? Well, you know, uh, when we were young, we hear a lot of things. Oh, and, and sometimes we hear a lot of good things, you know, but we also hear a lot of bad things and you don't, don't really know, have the idea who's right and wrong. And, uh, you know, you, you also live that time that, uh, you know, we think that we had one solution for every dentalist patient, right? You have one solution and then the first patient that comes through your door, bang, the solution. It's like we have only one shoe or one t-shirt. And, you know, you want to dress everybody with the same T-shirt. That, but, that shoe would be the all on X, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to enter there, but, you know, you, you got the idea. But then you realize that, uh, you know, be, because you, you told Lisbon is trendy. Now I have a lot of people from, from Kazakhstan, from Poland, from United States, from India, from everywhere in the world. And, my God, do they have different needs, different mouths, different morphologies, different ways of, uh, of biting, chewing. And so when you have an edentalist patient, and if you only have one shoe to deliver to them, you will fail. Because automatically you don't have all the weapons to uh, individualize your treatment towards that special need for that special patient. So having this in mind, it's obviously that uh, you need much more than, you know, just one person. You need to mount a deep team, a prosthodontic team, a rehabilitation team, an oral surgery team. And when you start to want to give that excellence and that individualization, you have to have multiple clinical uh, items and clinical weapons that can restore the demands of those patients. Because there is no worse day that you do a treatment that is very expensive for the patient with a high morbidity, and then after three or four years, every, everything is failing. Okay, so that's not the way to, to, to do with fully dentures. So nowadays, when a, that patient comes into my door, you know, uh, he will get uh, the best option for his case. Okay, that can be a, a, a wide range of treatments from, say, maybe block grafting, despite the non-immediacy of it, to yeah. all on X, uh, pterygoid, nasal, tilted, Psychomatic yeah. implants, maybe. Um, of course. That depends on the case. Depends on the case. Depends on the, the special needs of the patient. For example, so, sometimes we go for the psychomatic, but sometimes we go for the sinus elevation. Uh, and sometimes we go for the short implants. Uh, or, uh, you know, uh, it, it all comes down to, uh, you know, the prosthodontic needs of that patient. It's always, uh, when I was at university, I would say, you know, implant dentistry is very beautiful, but it's a prosthetically driven treatment. So let me know what the prosthesis is, and I will tell you the options that we have for this case. And then sometimes the options go, listen, I can tilt the implants and they will come out on number five. Okay, just one tooth of cantilever, done. Low morbidity, you know, the patient immediacy. But sometimes there is no bone here, no bone there, no bone anywhere. So you have to start to see, 
should we go for the sinus elevation or zygomatic implants? And if you see that, you know, the patient wants immediacy and they want something fast because they have to travel all the way back to, to France or to Germany or whatever, then zygomatic implants is it's, it's an option that we can do because we can do immediacy. But if, for example, is a Portuguese lady, you know, that uh, is not interested in having zygomatics because she hurts in the news, this and that, then the sinus elevation within the clinical indications is an option. And it also works uh, with the correct uh, with the correct approach. So I like to have all the weapons, you know, for the different clinical demands. Only that you are responding to fully dentalism in, in, in all clinical scenarios. I'd like to add um, a layer um, to our conversation, which is the digital world on top of the surgical skills because over the past 10 years i think this is the elephant in the room like how digital can you be and how useful is it to your surgical skills to provide immediacy where you maybe could not if you were not doing digital or can you provide simply more predictable safer long-lasting uh, treatment options so the, the session at, at Edentialism 2023 that you're going to give is about innovative tools for the immediate full arch treatment. What are we going to learn from you during this session? Well, I hope you learned a little bit from me <laughs> <laughs> because I know that, you know, the audience is very skilled. So I will talk uh, after Luca. So after bone regenerations, bone grafts. So I hope Luca doesn't uh, make this hard for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what to expect from my lecture? Well, in the last uh, years, in the last uh, six or seven years, I've been very involved in uh, digital tools, you know, trying to uh, see if uh, the digital can really improve or boost uh, my, my clinical expertise or, or the rehabilitation expertise of the whole team. And uh, when you start this, it's a little bit frustrating because uh, you, know, you think that the, the digital tools will solve the world and then you find out that you are creating new problems <laughs> for yourself. Okay, So uh, at a certain point, you know, I, would, uh, I was a big fan of trying everything, but uh, you know, it wasn't helping my, uh, my, my, my clinical expertise. So uh, we, we decided to give a step back and say, okay, let's, let's, let's analyze this in a different uh, way. Let's try to leave the companies out of this. Okay, they have the innovative tools, they have everything, but let's use this on, on my way. So the first thing that I did was said, listen, I need a lab technician here 24 hours because I, I, she, he needs to see what are my difficulties so she can express digitally and give me weapons to be faster. And so the idea of my lecture is not only to show what uh, you know, innovative tools do we have? Uh, I, I, I link obviously with the with the Stroman company, so it will be uh, 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 much to show the innovative tools that they have. But not only because there are a lot of innovative tools that they don't have and we are using. Uh, so in that sense, it's it's a broader, and uh, you will get a glimpse on how do I my interpretation of the digital uh, implantology. How can example for me, do I use the stackable guides uh, in, my, in my daily work? Not to waste any time and not to waste any money, okay? Yeah, I do not use stackable guides just you know, to show on Instagram. <laughs> I, I really want to use stackable guides, but I found out that I cannot use stackable guides in all, in all cases because uh, they don't work in all cases, unfortunately, and I, I learned that the hard way. So basically, you, you learn... Uh, how I learned to interpret uh, digital technologies in my daily work to boost my clinical expertise. From what I know, from my classical skills, how can I add this technology to improve and to boost? 
And there are a lot of tools. There are a lot of tools. What we learn is that uh, there are incredibly new tools that will uh, become you faster and accurate. You know, there are new tools that you know uh, haven't not been released to the market. Uh, we are doing the better tests uh, for these companies, uh, and they are very useful. They're going to be very useful. So you will get the first glimpse of what is coming for the next uh, two or three years, uh, which is uh, which is good, I think. Well, that sounds really enlightening, and I like the applicability of your session. Um, yes. Not to go digital because the trend is there, but to go digital because it's good for you. No, no, no. I, 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 I stop. In, in the past, I, I would show, for example, how the intraoral scanner will work. But then, uh, you know, uh, it's not profitable for whoever is listening because, you know, uh, they see very beautiful pictures, but that, after that, they don't have a clinical applicability. And my goal in the last years was to try to teach that to the younger generation. How can you improve that with digital tools? And uh, I, the idea is that... Uh, If it's me, or if it's you, or if it's a person less skillable, they can end up with the same uh, clinical goal if they use this type of technology correctly. That is the idea. All right. So I'm going to ask you one more question. Um, over the past six years, you you you've you've really went full digital digital in our clinic to try to see through the jungle and keep only what's useful to you. If you had to pick one digital tool you could live on that desertic island with, what would it be? What is the one tool that really you really integrated in your workflows that you saw a huge benefit? Well, I, I mean, there, there are two. There are two for sure. Uh, one is uh, to have uh, to have the possibility of having a CBCT really good machine in your office. I think that it unblocks a lot of a lot of a lot of cases. Okay, on, on the diagnostic field, on, on everything, you know, not to wait to send the patient to I don't know where and it becomes a CD that you have to open. If now, nowadays it's pretty common, people, you know, take it for granted that you have a CBCT. But, you know, we that are more older, <laughs> we remember the days where we had a lot of difficulties in having just a CBCT to see dental implants. And I think that was the, the tool that really unblocked your clinical uh, field. And the other was obviously the intraoral scanner. I think the intraoral scanner was, it's, it's a, a tool that is for, not, not only for the dentist, but for the patient. For the patient is a tool that really, really, really puts dentistry on a different level. No one tells now the dentist, uh, he's the guy who does the gag reflex. Is the one that you know, you know, is there doing cakes, baking cakes all the day. No, 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 no. Nowadays, patients uh, really see dentistry in a higher level, and that is because of the intraoral scanner. Although it has some uh, difficulties, of course, we all know that you cannot scan this and that, that, that. But it's the tool that I think that dentistry needed to, to, to be at a higher level. Yeah, I think patients can finally see their teeth and see what you're yes, doing to them. Yes, yes, and and they see, oh, you're not going to put nothing on my mouth, the gag reflex? No, 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 this is digital. And they say, wow, amazing. <laughs> so so that's, that's, I think it's a, it's a very useful tool that, uh, I mean, it came here yeah. to stay. All right, so I'm looking forward to understanding more, understanding more about these two um, useful tools that you mentioned and the others and the ones to come at your session at Edentialism 2023. 
Um, yes. I thank you for taking the time to be part of this podcast oh, in between patients, so in between <laughs> digital designs, I guess. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, but uh, I love to be here and thank you for the invitation and I'll, I'll, I'll see you in, um, in Gran Canaria in a couple of weeks. Yes, two weeks and a half and we'll be live at the conference. Yes, yes, definitely. Looking forward. Looking forward to it. Thank you, doctor. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Edentialism 2023 is the first international conference gathering world-leading researchers and professionals in all treatment options for edentialist patients.